0: Hi, I'm Kim Thomas. Welcome again to the Advent Season Podcast of The Curate's Corner. We're remembering that because of the love of God for sinners, He sent Christ to bring us the joy of salvation, the hope of eternal life, and the peace of God to rule our hearts. Once again, we remind you to download the PDF accompanying this podcast at advent.thevillagechapel.com. Or in the show notes below. Today for our classic meditation, I wanted to introduce you to Vance Havner, who was born in 1901 and died in 1986. He was a prolific writer and known for his witticism and ability to get to the point in memorable and distinct phrases. These skills served him well as he became a traveling itinerant minister. He described himself as uh, more of an old-time exhorter and revivalist than an evangelist speaking to the saints, more than evangelizing the lost. He was known to say, I have come to comfort the afflicted and to afflict the comfortable. The man from Jugtown, rural North Carolina, would travel to preach in almost every state, holding some 1,000 meetings and preaching an estimated 13,000 times. He was very passionate about preaching in churches because he saw that plenty of church members seem to be shaky about what they believe, while not many are shaken by what they believe. I think that's a really insightful point, that many people weren't very certain about what they believed, and most importantly, not even shaken by what they believe. In other words, not moved by what they believe. He attended Catawba College, Wake Forest University, and Moody Bible Institute, never graduating from any of them. And so most people really said that they thought of Vance Havner as a largely self-taught man who usually had his nose in the Bible. Today I'll read his uh, Christmas Day devotional. From his daily reader, day by day, which was published in 1953, I have uh, my own copy of that. That was my mom's, and I actually I remember my first introduction to Vance Havner was. When we lived in Japan, when I was in seventh and eighth grade, my dad was in the Navy and we were stationed over there and my mom was in a Bible study while well, dad would be um, out stationed on a ship. So he would be away from home most of the time. And mom was a part of this Bible study and they had um, recordings, believe it or not, they were reel to reel recordings and they would listen to them on Wednesday nights and they were Vance Havner recordings. I would uh, babysit for a family every Wednesday night so they could attend this Bible study, and they were Vance Havner um, recordings. Really interesting. It was a long, long time ago, but I remember they had a. Uh, it, he had a great impact on this group that would get together every Wednesday night. So today I'll read from this book. It was his Christmas Day devotional, and um, there's a reference in the devotional to a star in a window and it likely um, is a reference to the stars that would be in the windows in honor of those that served in world war ii that would place these in the window remembering uh, the different folks who had served in the war so i'll read today last of all he sent unto them his son this is a reference to matthew 21 verse 37 and that's his reference for the day In all the confusion and commercialization of Christmas these days, we're more than likely to lose Christ. Let us never forget that God sent not merely a prophet, a philosopher, a leader to meet the world's need. He gave his only begotten son. Like the man in the parable from Matthew 21, he said, I will send my beloved son. He spared not his own son. A little boy accustomed to seeing service stars in windows during the war exclaimed as he watched the evening star at sunset, God must have had a son in the war. While the story is somewhat misapplied, in the age old struggle with sin, God truly gave his son. Remember at Christmas that the gospel is not that Jesus came or that he lived or that he taught. He could have done all that, but if he had returned to the Father some other way than by Calvary and the open tomb, we would still be in our sins. Thank God he was born, but he was born to die and live again that we might live forever a short but really powerful story today from Vance Havner. And that story with the star in the window, uh, I think so powerful, that little boy seeing the stars in the window in honor of those who had died in the war. And then he looks up in the sky and sees stars and thinks God must have had a son in the war. It's a A little bit of a a romanticized story, but yes, indeed, God did have a son in the war. And we're grateful that God sent his son in this Advent season. We remember that. And even as we look up and see the stars in the sky, uh, we remember that, that he sent his son for us. Today, our scripture focus is from Romans 15, may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing so that By the power of the Holy Spirit, you may abound in hope. And that's the theme of this week of Advent, hope. And hope is found in the fact that God sent his son. Today's prayer focus is for wise and righteous leaders. And so I invite you to pray with me that the Lord would give us those wise and righteous leaders. So let's pray together. Lord, we do thank you. First of all, that you have sent your son and that during this Advent season, we are mindful of that. That uh, the gospel is not just that you came, but that you came, that you died, and that you rose again for our sins and for us. Lord, that we would know you personally. And we we do thank you for that and that that's how we can abound in hope. And we pray, Father, that that reality would be for our leaders as well, that you would um, inform our leaders that they would be wise and righteous, Lord, that they would know the reality of the gospel, that our local uh, political leaders as well as our national leaders, that, Lord, someone would come alongside them to introduce them to you as their Savior if they don't know you, if they do know you, that, Lord, you would surround them with others who would encourage them, who would give them strength and support them. Lord, they would have the courage to move with integrity uh, as men and women who um, act with uh, the kind of courage that shows that they are men and women of Christ um, that have been redeemed by the blood of the Lamb. We thank you, Lord, that uh, that reality is true and that it makes a difference in how we live. And so we pray for our leaders, Lord. We know that it is a difficult thing to lead and to be in the spotlight and that every decision is um, looked at from so many different angles and so many different people and so misunderstood from so many different people. So we pray, Lord, that you would give our leaders um, protection, courage, and that you would, um, again, surround them with those who could help them, that would support them. Lord, most of all, we just pray that uh, you would give them spiritual insight, that um, you would lead them and direct them, that you would give them the uh, direction to know what it is to be wise and righteous as they lead us. Most of all, Father, we're grateful that you came, that you sent your Son to be born, to die, and to live, that we might live forever. Lord, we surrender ourselves to you on this day and during this Advent season. Help us to be mindful of the great gift that you have given to us. And as we look up at the stars, let us to be help us to be mindful of that. We pray in Jesus' name, Amen. Curate's Corner with Kim Thomas is a resource of The Village Chapel in Nashville, Tennessee. If you find this daily podcast beneficial, leave a review and share it with friends and family. For more resources or to support our ministry, visit thevillagechapel.com. Music for this podcast by Charlie Peacock.